I think a lot of people want to know about the extraterrestrials because um, I did this one show about a Gaia program about all the different types of extraterrestrials and that was one of the highest numbers of uh, listeners of any of my podcasts it was like I think it got the most if not the second most it's kind of surprising and then um, another surprise was uh, I did this podcast on how to start your day (laughs) How how to start your day yeah and that was like that got a lot of hits too. Like, um, so people are lo- looking for uplifting things. People are looking for spirituality, and um, there's there's a big demand for it. I think. Yeah, that and extraterrestrials, because the government ain't telling us anything. <clears throat> and the shows on Gaia are better than all the stuff that, that, that our crap that our government tells us. Right, Ben Midget? Right. Right. Damn straight, Ben Mate. <laughs> Damn straight, band mate. Yeah, and people, there's pictures and and, um, descriptions of instances of Cat-headed gods, so-called gods, um, dog-headed, you know, the Anubis was the dog god of the underground, of the uh, underworlds, and kind of the gatekeeper to death, and he was a jackal-headed mm. god, you remember seeing that one? It looks just like Baker! It looks exactly like Baker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anubis. And I think it was Seth that was a cat-headed... Uh, cat-headed... The Hathor. There were like seven sisters. Hathor. And they're related to the Muses. Um... Yeah, music and uh, dance and what was the other arts. What was it? Terpsichorean? Terpsichor was it? Name of one of them, I think. Yeah. <coughs> yeah. So anyway, these yeah these. Um, Seven sisters. They were cat headed. <clears throat> Hathor. They used to worship Hathor. Didn't look it up. But it was like, uh, you know, fraternity and, and um, the hearth, I want to say, like the home. 
harmony in the home. Uh, <clears throat> whatever happened to Seth anyway. It's a weird name, isn't it? Seth. Refreshed widgets, isn't that wonderful? Okay, where's my search function on this new buying newfangled? Whoa! Right here. Twenty-seven channels and nothing on. <coughs> <clears throat> what's that what's that line from um I want my MTV hundred channels and nothing on or something like that? Major goddess in ancient Hathor, oh, House of Horus translates Hathor, literally House of Horus, ancient Greek. Coptic. Interesting. Was a major goddess in the ancient Egyptian religion who played a wide variety of roles as a sky deity. deity. She was the mother of consorts of the sky god Horus. So Horus was a sky god. I, I didn't actually know that. And the sun god Ra. Mother or consorts of the sky god Horus and the sun god Ra both of whom were connected with kingship, and thus she was the symbolic mother of their earthly representatives, Pharaoh, the Pharaohs. The mother of the Pharaohs. Hathor was the mother of the Pharaohs. Don't you find it interesting? You, you've never even heard of Hathor, right? H-A-T-H-O-R. Yeah, exactly. It's been written out of history. Never hear about it. Isn't that part of somebody's last name? <clears throat> like Hawthorne? She yeah. was one of several goddesses who acted as the Eye of Ra. That's interesting because I'm, I'm going to um, paint the Eye of Horus on to my um, leather patches. Okay, so the Eye of Ra, Ra's feminine counterpart. Hathor is Ra's feminine counterpart. And in this form, she had a vengeful aspect that protected him from his enemies. Her beneficent side represented music, dance, joy, love, sexuality, and maternal care. Music, dance, joy, love, sexuality, and maternal care. Oh, that's a lot. 
and she acted as a consort of several male deities and the mother of their sons. She, oh, she's seen as a, um, oh no, she, she was seen as a, a cow-headed. These two aspects of the goddess exemplified the Egyptian conception <clears throat> of femininity. Hathor crossed boundaries between worlds, helping deceased souls in the transition to the afterlife. That's why women are so good spirituality. <clears throat> Oops. I lost it, man. I lost it, man. Dendera Temple, Kama. Okay. <clears throat> uh, the tomb of Nefertiti. This is this picture is from. She's got an asp. She's got a nice asp. <laughs> Name in hieroglyphs. Hmm, interesting. It's a it's a falcon. Oh, okay. Uh, major cult center Dendra Memphis. Where the hell is Memphis? Parents Ra, consort Ra Horus Aten. No, Atam, Atam, Amun, Kansu. Who the hell's Kansu? Offspring. Huh? Neferhotep. Raw cycle of rebirth. What the fuck? Hathor was often depicted as a cow. So there's a cow-headed goddess as well, <clears throat> which I think is uh, one of the reasons that. The Indians revere cows. They never, they never uh, kill cows. They, in fact, they they run the streets. Yeah, I've seen that. Do they milk them? They don't milk them, do they? They probably don't. I don't know. <laughs> but um, the other reason they. Indians holds the cow as a sacred animal is said to be because when um, after the floods and people had to go to uh, you know high places anyway so um, <clears throat> and, and the, the, it was thanks to the cow that they survived that time, you know, there was, um, so, so, in, in exchange, they n never eat it, you know, they honor that, uh, <clears throat> the fact that the cow saved humans before, it's in right? That was interesting. Anyway, let's see. Okay. Often depicted as a cow symbolizing her maternal and celestial aspect. 
cow. Is it a Taurus or something? <sighs> Wearing a headdress of cow horns. Oh, wait. Her most common form was a woman wearing a headdress of cow horns and a sun disc. She could also be represented as a lioness. A lioness. Because I've seen pictures of, uh, you know, like the, the... Sometimes they draw her with the big fucking cat head. <laughs> yeah. A lion, a lion head? Yeah, a lioness. Cobra, which would kind of describe the um, serpents, you know, the, how often serpents are <clears throat> in our um, mythology, history, whatever you want to call it. Or sycamore tree. Sycamore tree. Cattle goddesses, similar to Hathor, were portrayed in Egyptian art in the 4th millennium BC, but she may not have appeared until, maybe it's a, a isn't it tied to the Milky Way, I think? The, uh, no, this story of Hathor, the cattle goddess. <laughs> 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 but she may not have appeared, you know, it just occurred to me um, when I did that, uh, I have this piece of art that I did. It's a cow chewing her cuds, and it says the most beautiful girl in the world, and it's on, uh, like, pink, like, bright, like, pink, um, hot pink, um, paper. <laughs> Okay, with the patronage, oh wait, but she, okay. We're portrayed in Egyptian art in the 4th millennium BC, but she may not have appeared until the Old Kingdom circa 2686 to 2181 BC. So that's like 4,000 years ago. With the patronage of Old Kingdom rulers, she became one of Egypt's most important deities. More temples were dedicated to her than to any other goddess. Why does she have so many types of depictions? Why can she? Why does she have a lion head? And why? Did, why sometimes a cow head? And then sometimes a cobra or a sycamore tree? What the fuck? Maybe she appears at different times when Hmm. Mm -hmm. More temples were dedicated to her than to any other goddess. Her most prominent temple was Dendera in Upper Egypt. She was also, I would love to go there, by the way. <clears throat> she was also worshipped in the temples of her male consorts. The Egyptians connected her with foreign lands such as Nubia. Nubia. That's kind of like, um... Queen of Sheba and Canaan, who, who was, uh, it seems to me that her, the story of Queen of Sheba was just totally wiped, erased from our history books. And um, 
the place where she uh, came from. It's, it's even kind of like in, you know, kind of mysterious. I, I, I've seen all the documentaries that exist on uh, on her, and it's very inconclusive. Um, they, they traced it back to, um, it could either be in Yemen or, um, or um, I want to say Nubia, um, um, Ethiopia, um, which would totally make sense, Ethiopia, she was a very wealthy queen, and she, uh, at that time, like, uh, frankincense, and it was very rich, like, her, her kingdom was very rich. And she's the one that she's, she uh, spent some, t she had a little thing with King David's, remember? She went to, uh, uh, a beautiful, wealthy queen or whatever, she went and uh, she stayed with King David for a while and then she went back to Ethiopia and she had kids. So, um, anyway... So the Rastafarians talk about that connection, that you know King David and Queen of Sheba, and uh, um, <clears throat> that's how I learned about that. Because otherwise, like the documentaries give precious little information. There, yeah, there you go. It was a giant, another another case of a giant in the Bible, Goliath. Okay, uh, she was also worshipped in the temples of her... La, 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 la. The Egyptians connected her with foreign lands, such as Nubia and Canaan, and their val valuable goods, such as incense, which is what uh, Queen Sheba, she was, she was uh, famous for one, one of the things. And semi-precious stones. And some of the peoples in those lands adopted her worship. In Egypt, she was one of the deities commonly invoked in private prayers and votive offerings, particularly by women desiring children. So yeah, fertility goddess. During the New Kingdom, 1550 to 1070 BC, goddesses such as Mutz, 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 M-U-T, But isn't that the uh, uh, Mutz and Isis Mats Mat That's so justice. That's where Lady Justice comes from. Ma, um, the goddess Mat M A A T H, something like that. <clears throat> Mothra. Let's see. Encroached on Hathor's position in royal ideology, but she remained one of the most widely worshipped deities. After the end of the New Kingdom, Hathor was increasingly overshadowed by Isis. Wonder how that changed. So did it? Isis was 
I mean, these deities really exist. I mean, what we're, what I'm saying deities is like, you know, extraterrestrials, basically, um, that have, they we're just their experiments. <laughs> that's my, that's my take on it. Trista's take. Hashtag Trista's take. That we're just experiment for for extraterrestrials. I don't. I don't know. I think uh, there's time travel involved, and I think we're their ancestors. We're their ancestors. Yeah, they traveled back through time. I mean, they had to. Oh, uh, they went. They they've traveled to the future. You mean? Yeah, apparently, the aliens evolved from us. And they involved in such a way uh, to uh, go through space and time. They had to let go of certain emotions, so now they come back to us through time to relive those emotions. Maybe I don't know. Hmm. Oh, what do you know? Maybe. <laughs> so they're actually your ancestors. I think that. The biodiversity that is here on Earth makes it kind of like a, a receptacle, a, um, what do you call it, when you put a, a time capsule in the ground. Um, oh, yeah, that's, uh, and, and a seed bank. Or just like one huge seed bank. And the whales and the dolphins, they carry so much, uh, whatever you want to call it, wisdom or some, or, um, knowledge. Um, uh, these are ancient beasts. They're, they're kind of like libraries. And the water too, the water um, and crystals carry memory. Mm. They record, like like in Superman the movie, you know. Yeah. When Superman is dead, the crystal and it it um, then his dad ma magically appears. To talk to him or explain to him or whatever. So, uh, yeah. There's more in heaven and earth, Horatio, than is than I dreamt of in your philosophy. So the ant people, they have faces of humans with bodies of ants? No, they have a head of an ant. <laughs> they have the head of an ant uh -huh. and the body of a person. Yeah. Okay, let's see origins. Are they like super strong, like ants? Yeah, ants are very strong. 
very many times down the road. Huh. Oh, what do you know? Hath representing Hathor or Bat. Another one, that's weird. So it's also can be called Bat. I met somebody named Bat. Kind of gender fluid person. Bat. Mm. Yeah, she's very beautiful. Um. Did you get a whiff of that? For what? Hmm. Maybe it's a hay. Something dank. Uh, probably the um, <clears throat> you know, like the food and the water and the hay and sits in the sun, like probably that. Images of cattle appear frequently in the artwork of pre-dynastic Egypt. Before 3100 BC, it's like 5,000 years ago. As do images of women with upraised curved arms, reminiscent of the shape of bovine horns. Both type of imagery may represent goddesses connected with cattle. Cows are venerated in many cultures, including ancient Egypt, as symbols of motherhood and nourishment because they care for their calves and provide humans with milk. <clears throat> the Gerza palette, a stone palette from the Nakata second period of prehistory, 3,500 to 3,200, that's like 5,500 years ago, shows the silhouette of a cow's head with inward curving horns surrounded by stars. I wonder if it ties in with like Taurus or something. Despite these early precedents, Cather is not unambiguously mentioned or depicted until the 4th dynasty, 26 to 24, or 2500 BC of the Old Kingdom. Although several artifacts that refer to may date to the early dynastic period, is a goddess who is later depicted with a woman's face and inward curling horns. Good job. Egyptologist Lena Troy, however, just identifies a passage in the pyramid text from the late Old Kingdom that connects Hathor with the apron, the apron of the king. 
reminiscent of the goddess on Narmer's garments. I would suggest the goddess on <clears throat> Narmer palette is Hathor rather than Bat. Mm. In the fourth dynasty, Hathor rose rapidly to prominence. She supplanted an early crocodile god. <laughs> Which might be the serpent, the crocodile head, someone with a crocodile head, or um, lizard, lizard people. Mm. Who was worshipped at Dendera in Upper Egypt to become Dendera's patron deity. And she increasingly absorbed the cult of bats in the neighboring region of Hu, southern and middle kingdom. The two deities fused into one the theology surrounding the pharaoh in the old kingdom, unlike that of her early times, focused heavily on the sun god Ra as king of the gods and father and patron of the earthly king. Hathor ascended with Ra and became his mythological wife and thus divine mother of the pharaoh. Okay, sounds like Zeus and Jupiter and Hera, don't it? Mm. Which I, yeah, yeah, which I think that's, you know, the Tower of Babel, which made it uh, impossible to communicate anymore. So that the same story characters would have different names. Like as many names or uh, languages. Well, what do you know? What do you know? What do you know, show? Well, I'm going to go to sleep on that note. Uh, okay, bye, my